This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1499. Can you learn American and British English at the same time? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we answer an important listener question. At what point should you be mixing in English with different accents? Today, find out how to make sure you don't get complacent and you keep pushing your English level higher. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time-consuming, reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Michelle, how's it going today? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. Happy 2021. This is the first time we're speaking in the new year. I know. It's so exciting. Another year of podcasting. It's going to yes. be a good one. It's going to be a good one this year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Lindsay, I, I really love when we talk about British English and Australian English and all different types of English, because it's so interesting uh, to really think about not only the differences, but how our listeners, you know, kind of interact with each version of English. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you know, it's important to know when it matters, which language, which type of English you're using and when it doesn't matter as much. Right. So that's right. kind of the key. But personally, I really like the Aussie accent. Our listeners know that I have a soft spot, soft spot for the Australian English accent. And you like the British one, don't yes, you? Yes. Good memory. <laughs> well, I like both. I, 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 I like Aussie and, and British. And I feel like American English is my least <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it's what's normal for you. Right, exactly. It's it's not it's not a novelty for me. So I shouldn't right. really say that because I'm on an English show. But um yeah, like <laughs> but it's true, guys. I think like you always kind of think that the the accent that you don't have is the more interesting one, right? 
Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I know we did an interview recently with um, someone from Australia. Guys, mm -hmm. if you come back to our blog and just type in, you know, Australia, you should be able to find that that particular episode. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. So we're going to talk about this more today because English isn't just one thing. There's not just one version of English. There's not one right way to speak. So yes. I'm excited for this episode. But before we get in uh, into it, we wanted to talk to you about our Connected Communicator course, right, Lindsay? Yeah. I mean, our English fluency course, the Connected Communicator, guys, it's basically a trip around the United States that you get to take by video lesson. I took it by car and I took my camera. <laughs> Therefore, you get to follow it by video lesson. And these are native, spontaneous, unscripted conversations. That's the learning material for you. So that means I actually approached people on the street, at festivals, in bars, restaurants, wherever I was and ask them questions about different interesting topics. So that's the material that you get. And then we pull out the grammar, we pull out the idioms and make it material for you to learn. So guys, Fantastic. learn more about this. Go to allearsenglish.com slash connection and to enroll. It's so unique, Michelle. It really is. Yes, yes, yes. And even there, you know, you get to learn that, I mean, American English, within mm -hmm. American English, there's so many different kinds totally. of the English language. So yeah, yes. it's not only just like, you know, international versions, but it's also regional, yeah. of course. Oh, I, I know. I mean, I interviewed some people in the Deep South that their accent is very thick. And then the upper Midwest, you know, north of Chicago, you hear that Midwestern accent, Wisconsin, mm -hmm. really good stuff, really good stuff. Love it. Okay, so today uh, we are talking about this today because we have a listener question from okay. Zorilla Amalia. Zorilla Amalia. I'm sorry if I'm okay. saying that wrong, but Lindsay, could you read the question for us? Yes. So she says, uh, hello, thank you very much for your podcast. I'd like to ask, can I learn American and British English at the same time? Good okay. question. Yes. That is a great question. And, you know, we did an episode uh, that could also be good to listen to. And we've done a lot on uh, British English. So there's a lot to kind of search around for on our site to listen mm -hmm. to more episodes and more thoughts on this. But we're going to dive into this question today. So one episode that you could listen to is 992, which is how to decide when to use British or American English. So, mm. but today we're going to talk more about like, actually learning it? Can it be learned at the same time? Uh, which is a little bit different. So we're going to talk about our thoughts. Um, mm. So the two questions are that I think you should ask are there's, can it be learned at the same time? But the second question is, should it? Mm. So we're going to talk about these questions. So Lindsay, do you think these like, can be learned at the same time? I definitely think it can, you know, um, you know, you have to think about why you're learning. Again, that's what it comes back to. What's the motivation? Yeah. If you have your eye on a goal and you always should, then you can do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, so yes, it can be learned. And I do think that, you know, the accents, they're different, but they're not. It's its English in the end. You're speaking the same language. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If we just work on our listening skills, we can start to decipher any accent. It's still the same language in the end. Right, right, right. Exactly. With the difference of uh, some slight, you know, uh, yeah, some idioms. words, some mm -hmm. things, things like that. But, you yeah. know, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, for me, I think, yeah, I agree. I think it can be done. I think it can be tricky. You know, you have to think about why, like mm -hmm. Lindsay said about the motivation. And, you know, if you're motivated, you can do it. Um, but if there's no real reason to, I, 
I don't know, you know, if it's necessary, but it could mm-hmm. be fun to list to think like, oh, how does how is this said in British English? Things like that. I don't think there's any harm in it. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally think it's it's about the the level you're at. So you guys need yeah. to have kind of the awareness of yeah. if you're at the beginner level. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you talked about this in your master's program, Michelle. Yeah. So this is not based on any master's program, but I would think that kind of isolate your listening material to one accent when you're intermediate, lower intermediate beginner. Mm-hmm. And then once you feel like you've gained a certain level of like um, of a plateau in terms of listening, mm-hmm. then challenge yourself to expand out to other accents. That's what I would do. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely multiple ways of looking at that. Yeah, you know, you could, or you could even when you're at a, you know, slightly more beginner level, you can just say, okay, well, I'm just going for it so that I can, you you know, get used to learning in that way, more of a like natural, like, you know, way of just hearing everything. But you know, it's really, I think it's all about the individual learners and their comfort level. Yeah. And you have to think about also, again, going back to the goals, what are you doing? If you're taking the IELTS exam, and remember guys, we have the IELTS Energy podcast, a whole podcast dedicated to help (laughs) pass IELTS. But it's a common misconception that the only accent on the IELTS exam is British English. That is totally not true. And Mm -hmm. the examiner is not looking for you to speak in British English. It's just made by a British and Australian company, okay? So they do put Canadian accents, American accents, British, uh, New Zealand, and all these accents into the exam. So don't just prepare with, you know, don't think you have to have a British teacher or a British school working uh, for you to help you get ready for IELTS. That's important to know. Get ready to go on a 60-day journey to fluency. It takes you all over the United States by video interview. Meet native speakers around the country and improve your English by listening to them in natural interviews. It's our online fluency course, The Connected Communicator. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection to enroll today. Allearsenglish.com forward slash connection. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point, Lindsay. I mean, and then, you know, we were talking, should it? Should they be learned at the same time? So again, this is about why. I mean, I... I don't really know that they should be learned at the same time. I, I, in a way, you know, this is like we said already, you know, thinking about why are you learning it? Um, Mm -hmm. And 
I, I, I kind of tend to think that it could be good to focus on one, especially if you're learning for a specific reason that you really yeah. need the language for. If it's not, you know, just for fun, if you have a real goal in mind, you might need to focus a little bit more. Um, for sure. So, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's going to, like I said, do any harm to learn both. And it can be kind of motivating and fun. So, mm-hmm. um, I do you, what are your thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, I think so, Michelle. I think it, it comes back to understanding ourselves. And the thing that we want to make sure we avoid is complacency and sitting yeah. around when things are too easy, right? That should be like a, a, um, a warning bell that goes off and you think, oh, I've been listening to only American English. It's too easy. I get, I'm understanding 90%. Yeah. That's the time. And you say to yourself, okay, now I'm going to step out of my comfort zone, right. mix in a little British English. It's on you right. guys to mm-hmm. do that. Otherwise, you will get stuck at that intermediate level, right? But if you are really already challenged by, you know, maybe you're getting 65, 70, 75% of just American English, then stick with that until you right. reach that higher level where you understand 90 plus percent. That's what I think. It's about right, life. right, right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if our listeners are listening to this and they're wondering, well, how can I kind of decide, right? Let's let's talk them through it. I mean, one thing yeah. you have to ask yourself is why do you want to learn these things at the same time? Right? Mm-hmm. What's your reason? Yeah. What's your what's your motivation? Um, is it for something specific? Do you are you working on job interviews and then it's kind of like, well, maybe you should just stay stay focused or is it more for fun? What is it? What do you want to do? Yeah, or are you taking the IELTS exam again? Right. Like I said right. in case you do need exposure to all accents of English. And then number two, think about how will it help you? Like, what's the mm-hmm. benefit? Anytime we add something new to our study repertoire, it has to have a lot of benefits, right? How will it help you? Exactly. And then also, you know, will this motivate you in some fun way? So actually, you know, it might help you focus more. To one person, maybe we'll say, no, I need to really focus. But to another person, it might motivate you to be like, oh my gosh, I I love learning these differences. It's so much fun to hear these different accents and different slang terms and things like that. So it might be more motivating, in which case it's definitely a positive thing. For sure. I mean, there's a whole world of British humor TV, British comedy yes. TV, right? <laughs> that you know, and then you look at Seinfeld, which is American comedy, and and there's gems in both, right? They're completely yeah. different styles. I think British is a little more dry, but if you can have right. access to those two worlds, how amazing, right? How like sensational that would be to have that kind of access. Absolutely. And then, yeah, Lindsay, like you were saying, you can also ask yourself, well, how would you do it? Would you do it through different TV shows or movies? I'm actually finishing up um, a British, well, British and American show um, called Episodes. Do you know that oh, one? Haven't heard of it. Ah, it's with Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> okay. And uh, oh, it, well, you, it ended in 2017. Person, it's yeah. very... It's raunchy, I'll say that. <laughs> Don't watch it with your kids, but it's a really good. There's British actors and American actors, so it's really fun. Awesome. I like So you can kind of mix it up too. That's you a good one. You can mix it up. I mean, I think ultimately all of our listeners want to get to this point, right? Where they're able to mix it up between right. English, British English, New Zealand, like you're throwing it all in yep. because that makes us international citizens too. We want to consume the BBC news, right? We, we want to consume all these different channels, not just one kind. So ultimately everyone is going there, but to know when to start challenging yourself, guys, that's the question here. 
Exactly, exactly. And are you thinking more about, you know, pronunciation, right? Like, which, I mean, that's another question is like, which accent are you going to aim for? How are you going to sound? Are you trying to learn a British or American or Australian accent or whatever it may be? And that's, you know, a big, a really big difference. You have to pick and choose on that as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think ultimately, to leave our listeners with a takeaway, in my opinion, it's about does the content motivate you, especially, yeah, you know, until you get to that advanced level where just the content itself will motivate you, does the way the content is delivered. Like, for example, a lot of our listeners, I know they listen to Luke's English podcast with he's he's British and our show. We have a lot of common listeners between those two shows. And I think that's because the vibe is somewhat similar, right. positive outlook on learning English and all that. So, you know, it's interesting how there is some crossover. You guys should come back to our blog and let us know, you know, what do you mix in British English, Australian English? Yeah. Or do you like to do at your level? Absolutely. Okay, Lindsay, I love it. That is a great takeaway. So guys, you know, definitely think about what this can do for you and your English learning. And yeah, let let us know. Let us know. Maybe you have some ways that you want to share with us that you've kind of been able to mix in different accents of English. So I definitely would love to hear from you guys. Awesome. Sounds good. And I'm excited for the year 2021, Michelle. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Happy New Year, everyone. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.